Welcome back, everybody. It's Brandon here with you with the next Magic Monday episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in with me this evening. And first off, I just want to say I apologize sincerely for not getting any Magic Monday episode out last Monday. Um, there's been a lot going on. Worked like six, seven days in a row on top of, as you guys might have seen already, if you're staying up to date with everything that we've got going on, a lot of exciting stuff, a lot of exciting stuff. First off, uh, we just transitioned our weekly NFL power rankings and recap over to YouTube. Uh, We're doing a live call type of thing. We just transitioned it over there. We just dropped the first episode, so there's a lot going into that. Then I also gave a sneak peek at a upcoming blood interview episode that's also being dropped on youtube um a cool video episode just like the last one that i did with um that guy's twin brother actually um my buddy anthony so just been a lot going on trying to do that don't worry though i've been following the magic i've been keeping up with the magic i got a lot to get into today with you guys we're gonna cover every game that i missed magic bro this this is a great time to be a magic fan man and i I almost don't want to say this, but, you know, this is kind of reminding me of how my Tampa Bay Rays started out this past season, and we know how it ended. So I'm, I'm trying not to get too excited, man, but I have to at least show and feel some excitement. You know, we just tied our franchise record with most wins in a row at nine. We're currently playing the Brooklyn Nets right now as I'm recording this, trying to get that record-setting 10th win in a row. But look, I have a bunch of flawless games to cover in this episode as far as record-wise. I mean, we swept the entire week. Like I just said, nine wins in a row, baby. We're sitting at 14-5 and five right now. This team is looking damn good. We still don't have two of our starters, Markel Fultz, Wendell Carter Jr., still out. Jonathan Isaac's been battling injuries here and there, but he's been back in the lineup, thank God. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to get that out there and apologize for not getting an episode out last week. But don't worry, I've been keeping my notes. I've been doing my shit. I'm here to talk ball with you guys. And like I said, we have a lot, a lot, a lot to get into. So without further ado, let's get into it. Starting out with the first game um, of this past week. It was November 21st. The Toronto Raptors came into town and we beat the brakes off of them by 19 points. This was an in-season tournament game. We improved a 2-1 and one in tournament play at the time with this victory. It was just a complete team effort, team win all around. One of those games that I've been preaching from the start of the season that this team is consistent with. And when we have these types of games, 9 times out of 10, we're going to win the way that we did against Toronto that night. We just we own Toronto. It's That's just the reality of it, whether it's in Orlando, whether it's in Toronto. Jalen Suggs. Always loves performing against his, these guys, and he rallies the team around him to perform against these guys as well. Our starting five just completely outplayed the Raptors' starting five. Our bench just completely outplayed the Raptors' bench. Bench, I'm sorry. Wishing one thing about this though is that the way that the in-season tournament is set up is that point differential plays a huge favor, and I just I came away with this I came away from this game with the thought of like damn I, I really wish coach Mosley would have kept that in mind the the point differential aspect of it in the tournament tournament and was not playing all the the third role guys you know like the Okikis the Howards and and those guys not saying I have any issue with them playing 
Regular season game, fuck yes. Please get those guys some minutes. I like seeing them play. I've talked about Okichi before. I enjoy watching him play. And I want to see more of Howard as well, but this is a tournament game. Point differential matters. We could have won this game by 30 or more. But Coach Mosley got the rotational guys in there, and it kind of hurt the point differential in that game. But I don't want to just nitpick Coach Mosley, but that's just something that I, I took away from that game. And look, the fact that we finished 4-1 and one in group play and didn't make it into the next round and the team that we beat in Boston did, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way, man. And that's just one of those things that you wish Coach Mosley would have kept in mind. But back to the positives for sure. Paulo Bancaro, P5, had 25 points, 5 rebounds. Jalen Suggs balled out, 18 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. Franz Wagner, 17 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals. We had 56 points from our bench. Pretty consistent from what we've had all year from our bench. Led by Cole Anthony, led by Mo Wagner. Joe Ingles in there as well is a great piece. And um, you'll see throughout the rest of this episode as well how consistent that production from our bench is. But um, there was 35 points. Oh, I forgot to mention Gary Harris as well off the bench. Like, come on now. Someone with his basketball IQ, someone that can shoot the ball that he can, play defense the way that he can, provide that energy and the effort that he can, man. It's just, I love it. I, I, I can't say enough about it. But there's 35 of those 56 bench points were scored between Cole Anthony, Mo Wagner, and Gary Harris. That is a hell of a trio to be leading the way off the bench. And you still have, like I said, Jonathan Isaac, Joe Ingles in there as well. It was overall just also a defensive masterclass from this team. It was just a it was a vintage Orlando win. It, it really was. And... Another thing about this game is like every time I choose Jalen Suggs as my magic munch of the week, I swear to God, this dude tunes in and he hears it, he listens to it, and he comes out and just fucking balls out of his mind. It's happened both times so far this season that he's been my magic munch. He comes right out and just starts balling out and playing like an animal. But I'm here for it. I'm here for it all day, every day, man. This was another one of those games, though, where lackluster shooting played us. This team, I truly believe, is just one or two knockdown shooters away from being a legit, legit threat two to three years from now. I, I really I really do feel that way. But it was also met with some suffocating defense, like I said, just an overall master class on that side of the court. We had double the amount of steals and half the amount of turnovers that the Raptors had. We dominated the points in the paint. We had 68 points in the paint. They had 36. We had 28 fast break points. They had nine fast break points. There's a double-double from Cole Anthony. Shout out to him, man. Potential sixth man of the year. I'm calling for it. Book it right now. I've been calling for it. I've been calling for it from the start. But like I just said, overall, just domination. Every point of the game from start to finish. Moving on. This is the one I was the most excited about, man. November 22nd, the Denver Nuggets, the reigning champions. Nikola Jokic, back-to-back -back MVP, the best player in the world. No Jamal Murray, yes, but the Nuggets come into town, and they lose to the Magic 124-119. to 119. We beat the fucking defending champs, baby. Jokic himself hinted to this at uh, prior to the season as well. There was an interview that I saw get surfaced afterwards, and he was asked one team from each conference where he could see them posing a threat and knocking them off in just any given night throughout the season. He said the Thunder in the West and the Magic in the East. What happened? We knocked them off, baby. 
Jalen Suggs continued to just bring contagious energy on and off the court, left and right. Got into it with Joker a little bit. Got some chippiness in there. I love it. It was a very even game throughout, though. Um, we were down by six at halftime. We were still down by six heading into the fourth quarter. Then a huge, huge, huge fourth quarter performance. We outscored them by 11, 42-31 in the fourth quarter to pull through in the end, getting our fifth straight victory at the time. Franz fucking Wagner, baby. He had 27 points in this game, 24 of them in the second half. 24 of them in the second half against the defending champs at home, baby. Paulo Bancaro shot four from five from the three-point line. He's shooting over 45% from the three this season after shooting 29.8 last season. Another 58 points from the bench this game. P5 and Wagner, um, they combined for our first 21 points to start the second half. Also in the fourth quarter, nine different Orlando Magic players registered a bucket. There was 50 points between P5 and Franz Wagner, 44 between Mo Wagner, Cole Anthony, and Joe Ingles off the bench. This Dude, this was just a game that it really came down to our bench play, and Franz Wagner taking over was the difference in this game. It, it really was. And, I, dude, how could you come away from this game and not just be grinning from ear to ear about the result and, and what had happened? And, like I said, it was even all the way throughout. We were down by six at half, down by six in the fourth quarter. But this team, a team that I've criticized, and rightfully so, for not being able to pull through when it matters, whether it's holding on to the win or crawling back against these tough teams, these great teams, they did it against the best, the best of the best, the best player, the best team. Hats off to Coach Mo and this team for that performance. But then, moving on, it gets even better. Two nights later, another in-season tourney game, Boston comes into town, the best team in the East, and we beat them 113-96. to Drew Holiday was out. Yes, that's the excuses that everyone keeps throwing at us. But I don't give a fuck. That excuses only carry so much. All of these wins are well, well deserved from this team. But we beat Boston and Denver in back-to-back -back games at home, six in a row, baby. Another 27 points from Mo Va or from uh, a Wagner, but this time not Franz. It was Mo Wagner this time. 27 points off the bench, man, and he was pretty much just the main standout player. It was a huge second-half performance from these guys again, and I love it because in the very early stages of the season, it was the opposite. We were more of a first-half team than a second-half, and it's been the complete opposite as of late, but I love it because it's attributing to this win streak that we have. But overall, man, we just suffocated Boston once again with our defense. We held them to 40% shooting from the field, 24% shooting from the three-point line, dominated the boards, dominated the paint scoring-wise, out-rebounded them by 17 48-31, outscored them by 20 in the paint, 60-40. Three games in a row, over 50 points from our bench, 57 to be exact. Improved to 3-1 in group play. Still didn't advance, like I said, man. If we if we didn't blow that Brooklyn game, we were 4-0 in group play, didn't lose a game, we definitely advanced, but it is what it is. This game, though, the momentum shifted, and it was really capped off by a 17 to nothing run in the third quarter that just set the tone the rest of the way out. And th those are two games where, man, if, th if, we, if this team didn't already have the league on notice, they do now, regardless of what you want to say, whether the injuries matter that much or not. you got to start giving this team some fucking credit. Moving on, two days 
after that, the Charlotte Hornets came into town. And we knocked them off, you know, just as easy as the rest. 130 to 117. This was an absolute masterpiece by Franz Wagner, by Cole Anthony. Both of them had 30 bombs. Franz Wagner had 30 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Cole Anthony had 30 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists off the bench. Cole Anthony had 17 of those 30 in the 4th quarter. That's fucking crazy. 7 straight wins at that point. 38 points from this team in the 4th quarter. Just another consistent, huge 4th quarter performance to propel us to the win. And we took the lead in the second quarter, never gave it back. Paulo Bancaro had 23.7 rebounds, 8 assists. Once again, another 50-plus points from our bench, 52 to be exact. Jonathan Isaac was out of this game. Obviously, didn't turn out to be anything serious. Thank God, as of right now, he ended up playing nights later. And overall, man, this is we're just a better team than the Charlotte Hornets. We really are. LaMelo Ball ended up leaving early in this game with an injury as well. So... Kind of expected it to go this way, but this is a game that we need to win, and we did. We handled business, did our thing on home court, defended it, and it was thanks to Franz and Cole, man. And some interesting stats about about Cole that game. Cole Anthony is the third player in NBA history to have consecutive games off the bench with 25, 5, and 5 on 50% shooting. That is crazy absolutely crazy man he's just continuing to set accolades and records and milestones left and right coming off the bench as our sixth man and i'm here for it because i predicted it at the start i'm gonna keep saying it man lock it in fingers crossed that's gonna fucking happen baby then moving on to the next one the washington wizards come into orlando and we defend our home court with them same type of situation Read them and weep them. Booted them out of town. 139 to 120. Eight straight wins in a row. Another blowout. Offense is starting to catch up with our defense right now. Defense is still ranked number one. And back to the offense. We were 26th in offense last year. We're playing right around 13, 14th in the league in offensive rating right now. So that's improved by double. And like I said, it's catching up with that defense. And that's going to start rattling off some wins, obviously, as we're seeing. This was just a statement game for the Magic. Uh, I'm, you guys, everybody have seen it now. The uh, Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony recreating the LeBron James and D-Wade dunk where D-Wade's posing with his arms open and, excuse me, LeBron's just flying through the air with a hammer. I love it, bro. I, I fucking love it. Orlando's getting all the attention now. Them boys are serious. Kevin Garnett, KG himself, is giving us love. The media is giving us love for that play. Basketball is just better when the Magic are good like this, and people are starting to rally around Jalen Suggs, whether it's the team, the fans, the media. And look, man, this Magic team is no slouch. You're, you're not going to come in here in Orlando and think you're going to have an easy night. You're not going to be going to Disney the night before you play Orlando. You're not going to be going to the club the night before you play Orlando because if you do, you're going to be getting your ass slapped the next day. You're going to be looking up, thinking shit's sweet. The next thing you know at halftime, you're down by 25. And that's the reality. And teams are doing that, and they're going to keep doing it until they find out. Fuck around and find out. And teams are fucking around, and they're finding out. God damn it. Yes, that sounded as smart as it did because I don't know why. It just, I was rattling that off, and I felt like I had a little groove there. I hope you guys felt that too. If not, I just sound like a fucking idiot. But like I said, back to the game. Franz Wagner, 
back-to-back nights with 30 points, man. I fucking love it. And attributed to that, Franz is the first player in Magic history since Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's a center, by the way. He's the first player in Magic history since Dwight Howard to post consecutive 30-point games on 70% or higher shooting. Franz is also our primary ball handler, shooting 70% from the field back-to-back nights with 30 bombs. That's insane. Absolutely insane. Cole Suggs, or Cole Suggs, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs both had 20-plus points each. It was a quiet night from Paulo in this one, but he did roll his ankle, had a little bit of an injury scare, but seems to be fine. And he also just didn't need to do anything with Suggs, Cole Anthony, and Franz doing what they needed to do. Get this, bro. 65 bench points in this game. 65. Shout out to Caleb Houston. Um, he came in, had six points, had a um, three-point play that he finished, and right after that, got the ball back because it, like, it was a technical foul or something. Splash a three ball. I'm a big fan of Caleb Houston. Yes, he's only going to play so much, but whenever he's in there, it's always a bright spot, and you like to see someone like that succeed, get some minutes, get some time out there on the court. But yeah, dude, eight eight straight wins. What can you say, bro? This team clicking, firing on all cylinders right now. Franz Wagner firing on all cylinders right now. Then moving on to the first game of December, December 1st, there was another game back-to-back against the Washington Wizards. We hold them off again. Send them back home, the nation's capitals, crying, 130 to 125, tying a record, um, tying the record in franchise wins with um, with nine straight. And guess what? Guess who dropped another 30 bomb, baby? Franz Wagner with three straight 30 point games, bro. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, dude? This guy is going crazy. This German is fucking nuts, bro. And People really need to open their eyes to that because he can play defense too. He can score however he wants. And yes, like I said, he's our primary ball handler. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid-range. He's going to drive to the rim on you and get an and one. Then he's going to clamp you up on the other side, steal the ball from you, and come do it again. He's going to be an all-star this season. Mark my words. He is going to be an all-star this season, especially if he keeps playing like that. Paulo Bancaro had a double-double in this game, though. 28 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. Jalen Suggs had himself a fucking night. 15 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Holy shit, man. Potential defensive player of the year? Huh? 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 But other than that, just another strong second-half performance that led to the W in this one. Got a little scary at first. It was back-and-forth, even game, but like I said, they're consistent with that second-half performance, and man, I cannot be happy with it. We're 14-5 right now, second in the Eastern Conference. The last time that happened was in 08-09, and we know what happened that season. We're 6-3 this season against teams with a 500 record or better, and we're 8-2 against teams with a 500 record or worse. Franz and Paulo Boncaro are both averaging over 20 points per game at home this season, and we just swept that homestand we just had against some really good teams too. Moving on to the magic munch of this week, I honestly don't have one. How could I pick one when we're winning all these games? Everyone's looking great. You know, you want to know what it is this week? Our magic munch of the week is the NBA for how they set up this in-season tournament with the point differential, goddammit. That's the only reason we're not playing in it right now. They should have made it either more expanded or just not have had that have as much influence. Like, I don't know. I was just butthurt about it, so that's why that's my magic munch of the week. And winning nine games in a row, 
how can I pick somebody out from that? You know, you just you just can't. But hopefully, you know, it's it's still the first season. I'm not gonna, you know, rat on it too much. You just hope that over time they start to figure it out even better and just edit and revise the product and make it the best that it can be. But who knows? I'm just I'm like I said, I'm still butthurt. Moving on to the stars of the week or the stars of the last two weeks, week and a half, whatever you want to call it. Yes, this guy has been Magic Munch of the Week twice, but now he is my third star. Give me Jalen Suggs, baby. Averaging 14.4 points per game, just under four rebounds, over two and a half persists, or persists, two and a half assists, I'm sorry, one and a half steals per game over the last five. He's just, he just emits and just oozes of all this aura and energy, big dick energy, if you will, all over the court. And everybody, everybody follows suit, whether it's the fans, the players. Cole Anthony talks about it night in and night out, man. And one thing about him, his shooting has considerably jumped up this month, and it's held him to career highs now and everything, almost everything, you know. And his finishing is just getting better. And that's the scariest part because then you think about his defense. And the reason why I've been so hard on this guy is because I know the potential that he has. I know the energy he plays with. I know the athleticism he has. I was a huge fan of this guy at Gonzaga when he was hitting buzzer beaters. And you're hearing about his story, how he's a high school quarterback and whatnot. And he just has everything. He has all the intangibles. And if he can start developing the other parts of his game, which he's showing that he is, watch out, man. Because he will pan out to be everything that was hoped of him to be and then some for where he was drafted. Um, but this month alone, like I said, has propelled him to career highs in points per game, steals per game, free throw percentage, three-point percentage, and field goal percentage. Keep it up, my man. You're doing great. I know you're going to hear this one. Second star of the week, Cole Anthony, averaging 21.2 points over five rebounds and over five and a half assists, just under one steal and just under one block, all off the bench, my friend, all off the bench. He's shooting 45% from the three-point line. 50% field goal all around. He had that great 30-point performance against Charlotte. He's feeding off all the energy that Suggs is given on the offensive end, especially. And it just it speaks for itself how good of a six-man this guy is and how that bench just runs through him night in and night out. And even when he has his off nights, Mo Wagner's there to pick him up. Gary Harris, Joe Ingles, they're there to pick him up. Someone's there to pick him up. And that transitions me into my magic star of the week, that's who other than Franz Wagner himself, averaging 25.5 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 1.2 steals over this winning streak. How could you ask for anything more out of this guy? How, bro? Back-to-back 30-point games with 70% field goal shooting or more. Then he had that third one in a row to follow it up the night, ever, the night after. He can score however, whenever he wants. And he's shooting just about 60% from the field goal stripe, 39% from the three-point line in the last five games. He's doing everything you can ask for and then some, man. And I think that's a great point to cap it off. Thank you guys all so much once again, not only for your love and support on the series and the show in general and the pod, but thank you for your patience and allowing me to have a little week hiatus to get this out. I promise it'll be the last time because football's sort of rounding out things are starting to get more emotion with the job and I'm starting to get more and more into this deep deep hole that I'm already in with this magic team man and I love it once again thank you all so much for tuning in 
make sure you stay away make sure you stay care take care make sure you check out all the socials at tea time reports youtube tiktok threads instagram twitter as well this is brandon i'm signing out go magic peace